Hello and welcome to News 24 Arts and Entertainment, Binging Without Borders. I'm Karen Walby-Solomon and in this six-part limited series, we'll explore binge-worthy TV from around the world. I find it hilarious. It's not like you can't go online and figure out what happens. You can. People are watching them because of the chemistry or, or whatever, and like the tropes we make fun of are still the things people want to watch. Thinking about them brings a sort of feeling of nostalgia. Family circle, super story, those were the classics that I crushed on. One of my favorites, and still is, is Being Bonang. How that production, you know, came about and just was real. Join me as I speak to expert commentators who will take us on a journey uncovering unexplored worlds that has us rushing to binge watch, look up flight prices, and experience new cultures, languages, and so much more. You know what? It's the stories, it's the cliffhangers, it's the love triangles, it's money. I know my mother-in-law sits from 6.30 right through till 9.30 to watch everything. <laughs> With the streaming services, they give it to you all at once now. So I think it's changed completely. I think people are realizing there's a bigger appetite for it now. And I guess it is becoming mainstream because more and more people are getting into it. I think people just want to experience different, different things. things, things. In episode 1, we'll be exploring the addictive world of South Korean dramas. We chatted to News24 Arts and Entertainment Editor-in-Chief and self-proclaimed K-drama expert Leandra Engelbert about the magical essence of the shows that has viewers from around the world enraptured. Known as the Korean Wave, since the 1980s, there's been a surge in popularity of Korean popular culture around the world. However, this has increased exponentially in the last 20 years because of the internet and social media. Streaming services such as Netflix allow K-dramas to be shown around the world and YouTube made K-pop more accessible. So what makes K-dramas distinct from television series in other countries? The television series usually have one director and one screenwriter who do every episode, which means that the style of the series feels distinct. The series have multiple genres such as action, historical, school, medical, legal, horror and comedy. Most series have romantic elements to them, but the style and tone vary. Most plots revolve around interpersonal issues such as family, friendship and romance, as well as merging the traditional with modernism. However, in recent years, there's been a move to depict more social issues, such as mental illness, corruption, gender inequality, classism, racism and homophobia. We chat about this and more in our conversation with Leandra Engelbrecht. So we're chatting about South Korea and K-dramas today, which I know you are an expert in. So tell us, why did you start watching K-dramas? I started watching K-dramas during lockdown. I was getting really bored with the American shows that I've been watching. And I just felt like it was always the same thing, the same people. And I was really just bored with it. And I've always dabbled in foreign language shows, particularly the Spanish shows, mm. but I've never tried 
Asian dramas. And I saw everyone was talking about Crash Landing on you on Twitter. And I have FOMO. And then I started watching it. And then the more I started watching, the more I started to get to know the actors. And then I wanted mm. to see the rest of their work. And then I just snowballed into watching K-dramas. And to date, I'm going to expose myself. I've watched from March, 20, May 2020. I've watched 93 shows. Oh, my gosh. I know. I need to get a life, actually. I really <laughs> need to get a life. But it's also just like become my comfort. Mm. You know, I just find comfort in it. And that's how I got in this path. <laughs> what are your views of like subtitles versus dubbing? Always subtitles. Because I always feel when you when you watch dubbing, the looks are out of sync. And there's always like, there's nuances that you get when you listen mm. to the language. And that's all, all lost. Because they're not, you, you'll see lips are moving and then, the voices are out of sync and mm. you can see a sentence isn't complete and it's just distracting and obviously the voices don't always match the faces so it's also that disconnect so I'm I'm for subtitles I can't watch anything now without having the subtitles mm. on I watch everything with subtitles now <laughs> it's like you can't hear it so on subtitles I'm like what's happening have, have you noticed that you've picked up part of the language since watching it yeah, I have like the popular sayings like Komobo is thank you, Kamsamnida is thank you, Anyong is hello, um, ah. Chincha is like really, uh, Tebak is awesome. So I've picked up a lot of phrases ah. and my one friend who also watches Korean dramas, we use these phrases with each other all the time. <laughs> but it's really fascinating because the sister's a bit younger than us and she's already saying like sentences just ah. from watching it. And I'm just like, wow, you're lucky, you're young, your brain is still fresh. <laughs> so why do you think that K-dramas, you know, are so popular, especially among women of color, as I've seen? I think really, for, for me, I can only speak for myself, is that I find it very relatable. A lot of the issues that we experience, they experience too. I know, like, a lot of the dramas that I've watched, like, unemployment with graduates is really a big thing. Mm. And we've been facing those things too. Another thing that I always find interesting, you get a lot of these shows where somebody gets married to somebody so that they can live together because housing is so expensive. And that's mm. also something that we relate to. And there's just lots of topics and themes that's relatable that I find relatable and I keep watching it. And I also think it's just like being introduced to a different culture and learning something new. And that's always nice to learn about other people's culture. And then obviously like travel envy and you get to experience Korea, different places in Korea, the food, it's just the fashion. So I think that's what's attracting to me. And I think a lot of people also are attracted by that. Mm. And of course the actors um, are hot. <laughs> that's also a really big thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so what do you think that you've learned the most from watching K-dramas? Like I said, the, the culture, I've learned a lot about the cultures and a lot of the things that we have in common, like family is really big for them. And a lot of our, with us, you know, family is really big, big for us. And then I've also learned, really discovered lots of different worlds. Like I recently watched Forecasting Love and Weather, and that's 
centered on people who work at the Korean Meteorological Association. Oh, wow. So that's been interesting for me. And now I also have a keen interest in weather. And now I watch the weather differently because I watched that show. Mm. I've also watched a show about, I just think that I'd never watch. I'm watching now sci-fi things I've never watched and Mm -hmm. I'm into sci-fi now and I'm learning things about climate change so things like that that I've never thought about and I've never had an interest in like I always say when I watch something different about a different career I want to go do the career after watching a show (laughs) and there's also one show that I watched that touching on a more emotional level and it's called move to heaven so it's about these trauma cleaners who go in and clean up people's belongings after they died and they they put like some of the things that they find they select certain things that they think represents the person they put it in a box and they present it to their family and for me I was looking around my room and I was thinking okay what is somebody going to say about me Mm. and it just made me realize that we really need to record our lives like record it and then also just make those memories with people that last Mm. So what would you say your favorite K-drama is? Oh, Karen, that's a really <laughs> difficult question. <laughs> it will always be Crash Landing on You because that was my first one that mm. I watched. I was really into that show. And in real life, that couple had a had a happy ending. They got married in real life. So it will that will always be my favorite one. And then I have a different genre ones that I like to... Um, Stronghold the Bangsu. So that's about this girl who's got superhuman strength. And that was just a flip on all the tropes and like the men are her supporting characters. And I love that. I've watched that show a couple of times. And then I also like Search WW. So this was the first woman-centered show that I watched. And it's about women who work for a web portal. Because I work in the digital space, it was very relatable. And I just liked how each character was different. And I liked how they portrayed the woman relationships. So that's also been one of my faves. And then Hospital Playlists. I've never watched medical dramas don't like Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> never watched it. And I like the show because it follows five friends. So they were at Varsity together and now they work at the same hospital. And they have this band. So once a week they sing a cover. So that was also, and it touched on so many different themes. That's also really relevant in our society and, mm-hmm. and obviously the medical field here. And that playlist the songs are just incredible. That was my most streamed songs <laughs> on Spotify last year. Those are my top three favorites. Mm. Difficult. Top three. Sounds good. So for someone starting out watching K-drama, what do you think they should start off with? It really depends on the genre that you like. I have reviewed some shows for Channel 24 and that's there's a nice mix there. So there's some action, there's some thrill, there's some romance. I would suggest if you're into like uh, aspirational underdog type of stories, it one class is a good start. And then if you're really into like drama, real drama, the world of the married. So that's actually based on the BBC series, Dr. Foster. Yeah, that show put me through the most. Those characters in that show. And then Flower of Evil is a good psychological thriller. So it's about this guy who's the son of a serial killer. But then a copycat killer comes out. And now you don't know, is this guy the killer? Is he not the killer? And he's married to a policewoman who's investigating the case. That's also the really good one. And then a recent favorite that I watched was 2125. Oh, so good. So it's really just a 90s throwback. 
So if you're a 90s kid, you're going to enjoy that because you still see cassettes. <laughs> you see Walkmans. And then you see them moving to CD players and they still have pages. So that was really nice to watch. And the one of the characters is actually an up-and-coming journalist. And they say to him, because he has a cell phone, and they say to him, yeah, you, you can't tell, you, you're a journalist, you can't tell your story on a cell phone. He needed to find like a tiki box. <laughs> and like now I laugh because I'm like, we do everything on our phones yeah. now. So that was, that's a really nice show that I've really enjoyed. There's also, if you like Supernatural, that can encounter. So it's on these, focuses on these demon hunters. And then another good show if you're into crime dramas, Vincenzo. So it's about this mafioso type lawyer and it's really just a good watch. Mm, I, lo- I love the diversity. Like, there's literally like anything, and I guess there you really say, is. It was almost like it opened the door for you to watch different genres. It really uh, did. I I've never watched period dramas, and I've watched a couple of period dramas too. <laughs> so they call them Sajuk, and yeah, I yeah, I really, I just, I it really did open a whole new world for mm. me. With Parasite, like winning Best Picture, and or the claim for Squid Game. And I saw you guys wrote an article about the new reality show. You can talk about that. Like, do you think that Korean TV is moving into the mainstream now? I don't think mainstream is connected to access. I think people have been watching it because I know a friend of mine. She's been into it way before I started. And they've obviously gotten it illegally. Hmm. But so there's always been this community. I just think that there's more access to it now, more hmm. legal access. I think, and that's why it, yeah, it probably is becoming mainstream. And you can see like all the big streaming services are investing now in it. Disney Plus just started out and they've got a whole bunch of stuff that's in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Apple TV has also got some things coming out now. And Netflix, of course, they're making their own and they're also buying from Korean broadcasters. Mm-hmm. So I think people are realizing there's a bigger appetite for it now. And I guess it is becoming mainstream because more and more people are getting into it. Mm. I think people just want to experience different things. Yeah, you're right. And also, like, I think with accessibility, like, the easier it is mm. for people to find things, yeah. which, is, which is probably why a lot of international TV has not made it to the mainstream, because it's not as exactly. easy to get access Yeah, to. exactly. Yeah, I think the world has become such a global stage now. Mm. I think first we all used, just used to be in our silo, but because of streaming services, mm. it's just become such a global stage. It's so true. And like, who are you, some of your favorite like Korean actors? It's <laughs> all difficult questions for me. So I have some leads, um, Park Se-Joon. So he's going to be in the Marvels. Oh, okay. One of my faves. And then Chi Chang-Wak, he's a very action type of guy. And recently he actually did a musical, The Sound of Magic. And that's also new on Netflix. And that, I saw him in a whole different light. He's such a wonderful singer. And then Song Joon-Ki, he's in Vincenzo. And he's also in one of the popular K-dramas. It's an old one called Descendants of the Sun. So everybody knows him from there. And then Lee Jae-hoon, also another action type of guy. And he's in the drama Move to Heaven that I mentioned. And then Song Kang, he's an up and coming. And he's been dubbed the son of Netflix. So he's appeared in so many Netflix shows. And one of the dramas that is in Sweet Home, that's just been renewed for a second season. And then my female actors, Song In-jin. Ayu, she's also the singer and she's such a great actor. I watched in the show called Her Tal de Luna. So it's a it's a show where the spirits of the deceased come to this hotel if they have business to sort out before oh, actually really? moving on. <laughs> That's all. 
<laughs> and then cool, Kim Tae-ri, she was in 2125. Park Min Young, she's also really a popular actress. She was in Forecasting Love and Weather that I mentioned earlier. And Park Bo Young, she's in Stronghold de Bangsu. But then I also have supporting actors that I like. And when I see these people in a drama, I know the drama's going to be good. So it's Kim Wan-hae, Kim Min-yuk, Kim Sun-yang, and Yoo Jae-myung. These are my favorite supporting characters. We've seen American shows get adapted from Korean dramas. So do you think that the format could work in South Africa? I'm always team watch the original, I'm mm. going to be honest. Because such a lot of things get missing in translation and the nuances get, get lost, and especially cultural stuff. You know, Chloe's being remade, an American version of Chloe, and I don't know how they're going to do that because, I mean, that show is so specific the north and south korean Mm. angle and i don't know how they're going to do that yeah i'm trying to think of ideas i'm like mexico and america (laughs) there's there's no war there what is what is yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how i I don't know if it's going to happen and i know the cw is also working on a another drama it's called w2 worlds and that's about webtoons and how the surgeon gets sucked into a webtoon the world of a webtoon that her father created so also interested to see how they're going to do that because webtoons that's a very big thing in korea i don't know how big it is in the u.s i think south africa we have a lot of our own stories to tell Mm. and i feel like like i mentioned earlier there's a global platform and a global appetite for so many different things and with all the co-productions that south african content that we've been able to get abroad i feel like we don't we can tell our own stories and the format of it like the 16 episode Mm -hmm. melodrama do you think that that could i mean i know we've been doing a lot of like telenovela soap type things Mm -hmm. but like you know the very limit it's like a little bit more than a limited series but less than a telenovela you know that kind of aspect Mm -hmm. where each episode is almost like a movie i don't know eh I don't know if we'll be able to do movie standard. I know Trackers did really well. Mm. I think, yeah, like a 16-episode, a it will be, I, I think because of South Africans are so used to writing these talent novellas, it will really be a challenge. Mm. So I think really it would be nice to give it a try to see what they would do with a 16-episode story like that. Mm. And, I mean, they really, like, I watched Savage Beauty now recently and they, mm. they've really, like those eight, six episodes, they're really good at it. And yeah. maybe they should give that 16 episode of a try. I think it could work with a really good story. Mm. Hey, Leandra, thank you so much. This was a lovely chat. <laughs> I feel like I've learned so much. It <laughs> went so quick. Yeah, <laughs> that's... I'm happy. I'm always happy to convert K-drama <laughs> watches. Always. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow News24 Arts and Entertainment on Twitter and Instagram to keep up to date with the latest in celebrity news, in-depth interviews, and only the best movie and TV reviews. Tune in next week when we will be exploring a new country.